black thing go from left to right, and I thought, I'm going to die out here. No one's ever going to know. I couldn't believe what my eyeballs were showing me. I'll never forget how evil the eyes were. It was horrible. I mean, I've never seen nothing that evil. It ran towards me at at a rate that I, I I can't even explain. Turned and stared at me, and this look of I just want to kill you. I want to say it was human, but it wasn't. He was he was he was yelling at me to grab a gun, grab a gun. I was like, for what? He said, just grab a gun. And there's footprints all the way to the door of my house. It had went inside my garage, all the way to the door. You're listening to Sasquatch Chronicles. Check us out online at sasquatchchronicles.com. If you've had an encounter, email me. My email address is wes at sasquatchchronicles.com. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for being here tonight. Got a great show planned for you tonight. Going to be talking to Frederick, who comes to us from New Hampshire. And uh, Frederick actually had a very fascinating account. He was out um, on the – well, I'll let him tell the story. But basically, he ran into a Sasquatch that looked more like a baboon. And you guys have heard that on the show before where I've had witnesses on. They're expecting to see the Patterson-Gimlin creature. And a lot of times, that's not what they see. And that's definitely the case with Frederick and what he saw. Should be a great show tonight. Also, we're bringing on Tony Merkel from The Confessionals. I know I ran out of time last week. I promise you he will make an appearance on the show tonight. I will bring him on after Frederick. If you've had an encounter, then you'd like to be on the show. Shoot me an email. My email address is wes at sasquatchchronicles.com. And if you get a chance, please check out sasquatchchronicles.com. You can become a member, get additional shows. Very cool website. So if you get a free moment, please check it out, sasquatchchronicles.com. Let's jump into it tonight. I want to welcome Frederick to the show. Frederick, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me on, Wes. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate being here, man, and taking the time to share your encounter. Um, I know your encounter took place in New Hampshire, and uh, it's very fascinating to me because, you know, a lot of times when people, after they run into these creatures, they anticipate seeing Patty, you know, from the Patterson-Gimlin film. And I would say most of the time that's not what people see. Uh, but if you would, would you kind of start from the beginning and walk us into your encounter? Tell us what happened. My encounter took place in a small town called Redstone, New Hampshire, and which is in between North Conway and Conway. So it was a it was a fall day. I, I don't know exactly when. It was either late September, early October, but the weather was extremely good. It was must have been temperatures of seventy seventy five which is not too rare in New Hampshire. And the foliage was good, so I decided to um, go for a hike. Grew up, you know, I grew up in White Mountains. Uh, woods is my, my backyard. So going on a hike, and I'm about an hour to almost two hours in deep into the woods when I come to this uh, clearing area where the power lines have run through. And about 200 to 250 feet ahead of me, I see this 
humanoid-looking thing standing standing up on by a telephone pole, kind of scratching himself. And at first, I'm thinking, "Wow, you know, that's really a tall bear." And I, I get a better look at it, and I notice it's a, a rusty red color. And uh, I, you know, we don't have red bears in New Hampshire, so I'm, you know, scanning up the body, and I'm like, "That is is." It's like a person, you know, because it's it's the body. It's it's just like a human, except very huge. And as I'm going up further, I see the head, and that's where all human aspects of this thing end. It looked like a baboon was stuck on top of a person's body. The, uh, the thing must have been at least uh, 10, 10, 10 and a half feet tall, if not more. Um, the hair on its arms was at least eight inches long. Um, you, you could see the muscle on, on its arms, its, its back, it, you know, the side of its back. Cause I only got a, um, a profile view of it where I was standing there, uh, charcoal gray, uh, skin. You could see it under the hair. Uh, its hands look like the size of a, um, a frisbee. They were so huge. Uh, all I can attribute it to what it looked like a jacked up basketball player is, is what it looked like to me. Um, you know, just the, the size of this thing. So I kind of, uh, you know, it was frozen standing, standing in the woods, looking at this thing as it just, I don't know if it was swaying or if it was scratching it, its back. What it looked like to me is it, if it was, it was scratching its back on a, on a telephone pole. Um, it was a combination of fear and, and uh, amazement at, at once, uh, you know, all, all rolled up. If that, if that makes any, any sense whatsoever. Yeah, it does. Yeah. What seems like, uh, a, you know, that took forever was probably only 30 seconds when this thing just kind of let out a, a growl sound. I don't know if that's, you know, what. It really was a growl or if it was a pleasure sound, you know, like if you rub a dog's belly, it makes a kind of sound that yeah. that's kind of what it made in it. And it snapped me out of my, um, shock and I just kind of slowly, slowly backed up and walked, walked off. And once I heard, um, noise, you know, uh, the, the sounds of birds, the crickets and, and that such, I, I ran, I just was ran as fast as I could until my feet hit pavement. But I'll never forget that, that, that encounter, you know, like I said, it was, well, it'll be, it'll be 25 years this, this fall. It was yeah. scary. I was, I was scared. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know what I was looking at. You, you as a kid, you'd be, you told, Monsters don't don't exist, you know. They're not real. Those things on your bed, they're not real. But there it was. I'm I'm standing in the woods, looking at something that you're told is not real. It doesn't exist. Well, am I going crazy? I, I'm not going crazy because I what I'm seeing is is right there, right in front of me. I see it. I know what I'm seeing. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, Frederick. How how far away from you was the creature? You're looking at this saying. Yeah, it was about um, 250 feet, maybe. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm judging 
because by by the distance between two telephone poles. I was at um, it was, I was at one sort of, and it, it was down past another one. This is at um, high tension power lines that that we were um, down at. Yeah, that's so it, terrifying. It could, been, it could have been further. It could have been closer. I'm not really um, good with the distance, but I, I want to say maybe 250, 300 feet away. Yeah, and a baboon on a man's body, that's probably too close. <laughs> I'm sure it felt like you were yeah. too close at the moment. <laughs> it was definitely too close for my, for my comfort. Um, I, you know, did it notice me? I don't think it did. And, and if it had, it didn't really care that I was there. Then I guess it didn't. It never, never looked over at me. It never paid any, any attention to me whatsoever. Um, and like I said, it once it made that uh, noise, I was out of there at, at like lightning. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would have been too. Now, when you're looking at it, you said the face was more of a baboon. Like you were looking at a baboon. Yeah. Interesting. Just like a, yeah, just like a, looking at a baboon, except for the coloring. Um, you could, I could see, uh, you know, the the skin. It didn't. It didn't appear to have any kind of hair on its face whatsoever. It had it on the on the top of its head and, and down the back, um, and on its body, except for its you know its hands and face. Um, I can see uh, just the, just from the profile of it, it, it definitely had that uh, baboon snout um, to it, and the the skin color was uh, like a charcoal gray. But the hair was definitely um, like a rusty cinnamon color red. Yeah, and, and the rest of the body, you said it looked more manlike. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It was. It was. If I didn't see the head, I would have. What had sworn it was it was either you know a, a human out there a real a really big human I mean every every feature on it was um, if you if you took I don't want to say I don't know, name, maybe kind of like Dwayne the Rock Johnson but bigger bigger than that because this thing was very tall and and the muscles on it was just just huge everything was huge on it. Yeah, the rock's a pretty big guy, so that says how big that yeah. thing was. You know, if it's bigger than him, yeah. Yeah. bigger than him, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, so, when you got home, did you tell anyone about what you had seen? I had, I'd never, I've never told anybody until uh, this past year. I, I just, to, to me, what I saw, um, it didn't register. It was nothing that I could um, attribute it to. When I was a kid, I, I'd seen, I'd seen the the Patty film. I had I, I based my uh, Bigfoot off of Patty, and that did not look anything like Patty. So what I, I I didn't know what I saw, and I was not about to tell anybody. I didn't want to be labeled, you know, the crazy crazy guy in the woods seeing a monster. So I, I I kept kept quiet, and started listening to um, your your podcast. And there was a there was a gentleman on there, and forgive me, I don't remember to recall the uh, specific episode, but he had talked about seeing something with a with a similar baboon uh, face, and I was like, no way, no way, no one, I, no way, somebody else saw this, and I, I looked more, and yeah, these these things are different; they're out there what what they are i don't know but uh and so i decided to uh tell my story 
to my uncle and you know he listened and he's like you know could could be there's there's stranger things out in the woods so you know i don't i don't doubt it yeah, it's fascinating that you saw this type of creature. You know, I think uh, what you went through, Frederick, is a little, what a lot of people go through. Um, as I find this a lot, especially down south, is they're expecting, you know, people don't believe in Bigfoot. They think it's all nonsense. And then they run into it. Right. And the part that shocks them is they're expecting to see the Patterson-Gimlin creature. Right. And nine times out of ten, that's not what they see. They see something completely different. And I have run into a lot of people who've run into this baboon-looking it's back when I was talking about the different types of these things, and, and sometimes people report them looking like a baboon. Um, you didn't see a tail or anything on the on this creature, did you? No, I, I no no. Um, like I, like I said, it was all human human looking features until I got to, to until the head, and and that's what really it literally blew my mind seeing that thing. Is I I. I could not imagine what this thing, where it came from, what it was. I, I thought I was either losing my mind or I walked into some sort of um, parallel universe where monsters are, are running around. I didn't know. I didn't know if I was going to make it out of the woods. To, to be honest with you, I mean, if that thing, looking looking at the legs, um, you know, the, a sprint runner, how they're the the, the calf muscles you, you can tell that yeah. it's built for speed Th- this thing um had that um but it was double i mean it was just a huge leg and you could tell it was built for speed so if it wanted to it could have easily run me down with, with no effort yeah it's strange when you see these creatures because everything seems to be over exaggerated you know like muscles or definitely people yeah. talk about the shoulders or the hands or their arms you know it's like I, I was talking about um on the last show I had a guy well he didn't come on but I was talking about it um, and I hope he comes on but it's a crop duster and he was just mowing passes you know crop dusting saw these deer come out of the wood line it appeared to be running for their lives. So he makes another pass, and when he made another pass, he ran into this. He described it as kind of a big ape-looking thing. Um, And one of the comments he had made, because it it actually caught up with the deer. It was mowing down corn and everything else to get to the deer. Mm -hmm. And when it got to the deer, one of the comments he had made, and I I find it fascinating because you just said the same thing. He said the hands were huge. He couldn't believe how they said like frying pans. And it actually snapped the deer, the nearest deck, and yeah, and killed it, but. It's fascinating when you hear because everything seems to be very over exaggerated with these creatures. Was you know the point I'm trying to make? Yeah, they look um, kind of clownish looking. Like like yeah. it's not you're looking at something that's not real, but it's, it's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. I, I even in my own encounter, I talked about them looking cartoonish, and what I meant by that was. Yeah. They're just everything, you know, like in a cartoon, everything's way over exaggerated. Like, Pop, I'm sure Popeye's yeah. forearms aren't really that big in real life, but everything's just right. over exaggerated. And that's kind of what it's like when you run into one of these things. Yeah, it, it, it was just unreal, uh, I guess, is, is the term that I want to I wanna use. It's very unreal just looking at it and just seeing this massive looking thing out in the woods, just kind of standing there. Um, and like I said, whether it was it was scratching its back, or if it had something in its sight that is going to barrel after, I don't know. Um, I wasn't about to hang around and find out what it was doing. 
you know, I, I wanted, once I, you know, snapped out of it, I, I get out. I didn't want to. Well, I think that you made the right decision, Frederick, on that, because a lot of times when people run into the baboon looking ones, um, a lot of times people describe them not quite as big, but um, they're very aggressive, very aggressive. That's what every, I've heard. Yeah. yeah, every encounter I've ever had where someone said, hey, it looked like a baboon, generally is a pretty aggressive encounter, but there might have been enough distance between you and it to where it didn't really, there was no sense in being aggressive. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was It was scary. It, it really was. And the, the hands on this thing, it's just, I, I, it could have picked up a deer in its hand and, and not had trouble whatsoever. You know, one hand could have easily picked it up, crushed its back, you know, just if, if a deer had come along, like say a buck, it could have, I, I picture this thing being able to just reach out, grab it by the back and crush its spine, no trouble. Kind of like we would do with a, a beer can in my hand, just crush it. Once, you know, once it's empty, we could just crush that can. That's what I, this thing could have done with a deer with no trouble. Yeah, I believe it. Did you ever go back to that area after this encounter? I have, I have not. I, I, you know, I've got a buddy and I, we, we do, um, I don't want to say research, you know, I'm, I'm no research guy, no investigator, but we, we do have a little group. It's just the two of us. We go out into the woods and we, we do look for them. Um, you know, we, we did have one guy call us and, and say he had something on his property. We went up and took some pictures, um, had a couple strange things happen. Um, we, we get up to one area and all these trees in, in a line, as far as you could see, bent over at the same level. Like I said, as far, as far as you could see, we didn't, we didn't follow it. We get up there to a, to a point and every single one of us, just like it's time to go. There is my buddy and, uh, the, the guy that called and we get up, get up into the area and all at the same time said, I'm creeped out. We got to go. I don't know what that was, whether it, there was something up in that area at that time, but this feeling of dread and, and we got to go. Yeah. And that's usually when that happens, you want to listen to your gut. But, you know, yeah. I always warn people to be careful. You know, you saw it at 250 feet. Imagine seeing it 10 feet away. And, oh my gosh! You I, know, I would probably would have died of a heart attack. When people go out there and they look for these things, I always tell them to go armed, just in case. Just in case, yeah, you people, never people know what's going to happen. Armed. Yeah, right. If, if you don't, you know, if you don't run into these, it could be something out there. We've had we've had uh, rabbit, uh, bobcats, and things up here that have attacked people. So you know, we be safe. That's that's basically what we want to we, we do. We want to be safe and keep an eye out for each other. So I don't know. I don't know. This thing, was it a Bigfoot? And from what I, from what I've been listening to, you know, there are different types, but oh my gosh, I, back then, um, 25 years ago that, you know, I knew of Bigfoot, but this, you know, it, it wasn't to me, that wasn't Bigfoot. I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't, I yeah. we had the internet, but what was I going to look up? Monsters? You know, I, I didn't know how to, how to do a search then, um, or, or even where to begin. 
as to what to, to find out. Yeah, so I, I never told anybody. Yeah, no, I can understand that. And I think in uh, New Hampshire, I think more goes on there. People are pretty tight-lipped up there. Uh, and I say up there, yes, it's more are. on the East Coast. But people are pretty tight-lipped in New Hampshire, that whole northern region, man. It's um, yeah, it's hard to get people. Maine. Yeah, it's hard to get a yeah. I know there's more that yeah. goes on in Vermont than what people say, but no one ever talks about it. And same thing with New Hampshire, a lot of the areas up there. Um, I'm convinced way more goes on up there. But, you know, like you said, you run across this thing. It doesn't look like Patty. That's what you've seen. And it's like, right. well, what is this thing? You know, and I think that's a lot of people's reactions when they run into I, – I've talked to so many people, I can't even tell you, down in the south that run into like a chimpanzee-looking thing. And they'll say, you know, they were expecting to see Patty and, you know, what the hell is this thing? And it's right. not really – you know, we see Patty and she's just kind of strolling off off – into the distance just trying to get away and most of the time that's not the way it works with these things they don't just stroll off and head off into the sunset uh, you come across one especially the baboon looking ones and i think you can run into real problems with them because i don't think they have any I, I, I think they're very short-tempered and have no qualms about killing someone that's my I, opinion I, I tend to think so too i i agree i agree with that from from what i what i've heard they're, they're not something you want to really mess with no, it's curious though if it was scratching its back on the pole, that would kind of uh, that'd be interesting if that's what it was doing. You know what I mean? I know, I know. I I, I thought of that, you know, recently. Not not at the time, but recently. Like, man, if I had, if I had gotten back, I could have gotten some hair samples or you know, even possibly even skin samples off that uh, off that pole. But uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't going back. No. I didn't. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't know that I would have went back either. So I don't. I can't give you a hard time about that because I probably wouldn't have gone back either. <laughs> yeah, no, I I do plan a uh, expedition up there at, at some point because I got I got to do it. It's it's for my own uh, sanity, I guess, just to just to go back and and be in that area and put it behind me because um, it's, it's still you know I still get uh, a little nervous about it. You know, I, my parents live live up there and. We go up to visit, and I'll, I'll drive by that. You know, it's all changed up there now. There's more roads, more development. But uh, you know, just just driving by the road to the access point to, to get out there, I'm just like, man. Well, <laughs> it, yeah, and, and I think that and, yeah, and I think that they the back scratching thing is interesting. But I think uh, you know, there's all kinds of theories why they would follow the peril, uh, the uh, power lines. And I think the simplest thing to me, what makes sense is it's the easiest path to travel. You know, it's, yeah, that, it's cleared out. I thought too. Just, yeah. E easiest way. Cause they, they do, they, they go up there with, uh, with equipment and they clear, clear that area. So vehicles can go up and, and fix the lines and it's easy for the animals to uh, maneuver, you know, deer, whatever, going through that area. And they, it could have, it could have been hunting. It, it could have very well been hunting. And that's why I never even, bothered to look in my direction that it, it had spotted a deer and what i attribute to scratching its back could have could have just easily have been its swaying getting ready to run after whatever it saw yeah it's hard to say at least you saw it from a distance yeah. you know it wasn't like you came yeah. around the corner and bam there it is 10 feet away from you you know what yeah. i mean especially an ugly one like that you know at least you'd, you you oh, would no. hope to run into halfway human-looking thing, <laughs> you know what I mean, as opposed to a baboon. That, in my opinion, yeah. a baboon's one of the ugliest creatures out there. Um, and then you you make it 10 I, feet yeah, tall. I, and 
yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't even, I think regular baboons are ugly, but this thing was just, I did, no, 250, 300 feet, you're plenty close enough from, from my pleasure. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with you. When, when we were uh, younger, we would play uh, paintball, and my, my buddy and my brother, we, we would build these forts down, down in the woods, and we had gone out, it was, it was uh, February when we were going down out uh, to, uh, you know, just put, put them together and whatnot. And we had one, it was a pretty good structure. We had them built out of uh, four inch um, pine trees that we cut down out in the woods. And we get down there and the sport was destroyed. The, the pine tree snapped in half and, and everything pushed over. Uh, there was a little snow on the ground and any kind of uh, markings were, were you know, dug up is all, you know, strewn around. Like any, if, if there's going to be footprints, they are strewn around. Um, the, the tree limbs were thrown uh, 50 feet in all directions. We, we, you know, were my buddy and my brother like, wow, what, what happened down here? We thought it was like, you know, homeless people wrecking it. But then we're like, why would they wreck it? It was a perfectly good shelter for them. They could have, you know, they could have used it. They could have slept in it or whatnot. Um, so we, we rebuilt it. We, we would, you know, we cut down more, more trees and, and built another one. And we're like, you know what? We're going to come out here tonight and, and we're going to see, you know, if we can catch this jerk that's destroying it. So we're walking down this, uh, this path and, you know, it was February and it was, my brother was in front of me. I was in the middle and my buddy was behind me and we had this lantern up on a, uh, on a pole. So it looked like one kind of one person walking down when all of a sudden this blood curdling scream, like I've, I have never to this day ever heard it again. And it was, you could, you feel it reverberate through your chest. And the next thing I know, I hear this, kum, kum. my buddy's 50 feet gone. He's running, he's looking back to the house. I, <laughs> I look at my brother and go, we gotta go. So we start running and I hear this through the woods crashing sound. And then it just kind of stops and runs back. I, I don't know what it was um i think that it might have thought there was only one and i was trying to run down my buddy and then when it heard our footsteps running it backed off because it knew that there was more than one and it was going to be a little bit more than a one person takedown um but i don't know what it was to this day i have no idea but to feel the sheer volume and like i said the reverberation through your chest let's get the hell out of it yeah, have you ever heard anything online that came close to what you heard? There was, um, on your show, there was one that came pretty, pretty darn close to it. And I wish I'd remember the, the episode, but it, I, I, I listened to it. I listened to your show at work and I have my headphones in. I'm, I, I'm a custodian. And I'll, I hear the scream we went from, uh, you playing and I hear the scream and I had to sit down. It was just, it took me right back to that moment. Like I wonder gosh, if that, I wonder if that was that, a Michigan screams. I don't have them queued up right now, otherwise I'd play it for you. But um, there's some Michigan screams that I've played in the past, and it's very haunting to hear it because it doesn't sound like a person, but it kind of does, and it doesn't sound like an animal, but it kind of does. As vague as that is, 
Um, I yeah, wish no, I had... no, you, you, it's dead on how you describe it. Cause it's, it's in between, but it's, it's louder than anything. It's, it's louder than any animal or any human should be able to do. Um, if that, I don't know if that, that makes sense. It's just, it's, it's, it's louder than it's, it's just, when you feel, when you feel that kind of, um, a noise from something, it's, it's un, it's unhumanly how it, how it, what it does, how it does that. I can't, I can't describe it any, any better than that. I don't know, you know, what animal could do that other than a, um, you know, like a lion or an elephant with just a sheer volume from that thing. Is this similar to what you heard? Yeah, that was it. That's what yeah, you heard, huh? It. Yeah, I, yeah, I heard that yeah. in Texas when I was in Texas. And um, it does. I mean, when you hear it, like people hear it on the podcast, it doesn't do it justice. You almost have to hear it in person because it doesn't. But yeah. The tone is right, but the volume is off. And what I mean by like yeah, how yeah. you said, how you, you can, can feel it. Capture it. Yeah. I yeah. felt I, I heard that in Texas and I about fell over when I first heard it. I was like, holy crap, man, we got to get out of here. Kind of like what exactly. you just said with you and your, your brother. I was like, we got to get out of yeah. here. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Yeah. Cause I mean, you, you hear it and you're immediate, you know, it's not a person. It's, it's some type of predator. It doesn't matter what it is. You got to go. You got to book it. It's, it's coming for you. And when we heard it coming through those woods, man, that was, but it has I a weird. Sure is going to get my buddy. Yeah, it has a weird tone yeah. to it. When you think Frederick, I mean, it kind of has a. If I played that for someone who didn't believe in Bigfoot, someone might go, "That sounds like a person," but it doesn't sound like a person, and it doesn't sound like no. an animal. There's something different about yeah. it. Yes, definitely something different. And like you said, when you when you play it um, through a, a recording, you're not getting you're not getting the feel. The, You're right. the, the pressure yeah. from it. It's almost, um, if you've ever been to a dragway, you get the, the, the pressure from a jet, jet, jet car. You feel that. You feel it in your chest. Well, that's, how we, that's what we felt when we, were, when we were there. You just feel that concussion, I, want, I guess, is, is what, what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's like. From the screen. Yeah. And this isn't a great illustration, but it's like listening to Metallica then being at a Metallica concert and being in front of the speaker as they're playing, you yeah. know, uh, it's night and yeah. day. Yeah, I get it. I completely yeah. get it. You know, and it, and it is terrifying. That's fascinating. You heard that. You know, like I said, I've I've talked to very few people that have actually heard that type of scream. Makes you wonder what it was doing. Like, if you guys were setting up a shelter and it was just kind of pissed, it was a territorial get out of here type of scream at you. Yeah, it could have. It, it could have been. But here's the thing, because we we were building these um, little forts. It was. We had a, a major highway go um, behind behind this area, and it wasn't it wasn't a huge wooded area. It was maybe maybe two football fields, uh, if that. A football field and a half, possibly, is, was the size of it. And then it was Route 16 was running behind it, 
Um, and then on the other side of that was the uh, field for high school. Um, but it, it, you know, the, our, our high school does border um, national forest um, property. So could it have been crossing the road, coming over into that area? For what purpose? I don't know. Is it, I mean, there'd be nothing there for it to, to get unless it be dragged grab dogs or cats or something my thinking is maybe this was a uh, a juvenile um, that had gone on its own and is trying to set up territory and it picked you know it, it was picking the wrong area yeah it could be it could be it's um a little unnerving it's that close to civilization but um you, yeah. you find that a lot you know like here in washington state because i know a lot of the areas where someone will call me and say i had an encounter here and I'm always shocked. I'm like, wow, that's really close to a major freaking city. And so it is. Yeah, it's, the, it's unnerving. It's that close. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, uh, what draws them out to, to civilization like that is, is all I can think of is, is they're getting food shortage. So they've got to come in and scrounge, get it from whatever they can at that point. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. What do you think Sasquatch is, Frederick? What's your own personal opinion? Wow. Um, I've, you know, I've listened to your show. I've heard different things. Um, I guess my, my opinion is, and you know, I'm I'm could could sound way out there, but that's okay. Um, I think they were once possibly the guardians of the forest for native Americans. And once white men came over and we started slaughtering, uh, you know, native Americans, they kind of lost the power to control these things. Um, so they, I guess they became wild and, and then free and the native, you know, native Americans have lost control of them. I, I, I do think that they are more than a, a damn duty ape running through the woods. I think they have some sort of spiritual spirituality to them. Um, just listening to, to different encounters, different things people say that these things are capable of doing. There's something more to them than just being a monkey running in the woods. I agree. I agree. So are you thinking it's more of an animal or more of um, a humanoid? Um, I think it's, I don't know. I, maybe the patty is more of a, of a um an animal type of thing, but these other ones, I, I don't know. I, I think they're more spiritual, um, you know, whether, whether it be demonic or, or, or what, but they're, they're not, they're not friendly. There's nothing about them that, that's any kind of friendliness to them at all. These baboon ones, uh, the dog men, for example. No, I, I think they're some kind of a, spiritual being that, you know, the, the Native Americans used to be able to control and now they've lost control and they seem to just. Yeah, you I may not be, you know. may not be too far off, may not be too crazy in your ideas. I've been working on getting Mick back on the show. He's, there's two brothers I always talk about. I'm sure you've heard me talk about him, Frederick, but the two brothers and uh, there's Matt and there's Mick. And I've always, wor- I've always worried about Mick. Um, because Mick, he just doesn't fear anything. 
I mean, the guy is just freaking fearless. And um, Matt, I don't want to say one has their head on their shoulders better than the other one. Um, I think if I was to talk my way out of a situation, I'd want Matt. If I was going to fight my way out of a situation, I'd want Mick. Uh, But Mick still lives there. And he is, I know he wants to come on the show, but he's worried about what people will think of him. But he generally, he would agree with everything you just said. Um, And he's told me a lot of strange things to where people can mock and laugh all they want. But he's told me, you know, you start throwing around Jesus Christ's name, these things tend to scatter. They they will leave you alone. And it makes you wonder why. Why is that? If I got a grizzly bear in my front yard, I can scream Jesus Christ all I want. That grizzly bear ain't going nowhere. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? It doesn't care. It doesn't care what you call it. Exactly. It could care less. I could crack open the Bible and start reading scriptures. That grizzly bear doesn't care. Um, But why is it with these things? Yeah, why is it with these things? I've heard that so many times where people fall down and start praying, and these things scatter. I don't know what to make of that. I really don't know what to make of that. So you may yeah, not be too yeah. far off. You may not be as crazy of, as an idea as you might think. No one really knows what they are. It's funny. You always have the people who got everything figured out. They'll be first to make fun of you. And, oh, come on. They're, they're, it's, a, it's an ape. You know, everyone's got it figured exactly. out. But, um, yeah. you know, you start questioning those they're people. Experts. Yeah, experts. Yeah, I love experts because I love to take apart everything they say like a jerk. <laughs> no, but, you, you know, you, you, you're not a jerk because how – how can somebody be an expert on something that they may have seen once or twice seen? And they don't have it in the basement. They don't have this thing that they're out every single day studying, following the behavior, knowing what their social structure is. You, you cannot be an expert. You can theorize. that. I'll, I'll give you that. But do not call yourself an expert because you, you're not. You're, you're, you're only fooling yourself. Yeah, and that's a frustrating part. That's why, you know, I don't really have any problems if someone says they're a Bigfoot researcher. I think people get lost into thinking I have a hard time with the term Bigfoot research, but it mainly comes from Bigfoot researchers. Is the most of the time the people I pro I get along better with skeptics than I do with Bigfoot researchers. You know, the ones you hear about all the time. Uh because yeah. they're so arrogant on what they say. They they got everything figured out. You ask them any questions and they got an answer for everything. But when you really start dissecting exactly. their answers, they don't have anything figured out. Not none of them do. Right. They, they don't. And um, they, don't have, they, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And it, you know, once you once you have the mindset, you have everything figured out. That's the day you should probably get out of this field because there is there's always something to learn, and it comes from eyewitnesses exactly. like you and people who are willing to come on and share their encounters and talk about some of the strange things. That's why you know different types. I would have never even talked about different types if it wasn't for witnesses like yourself that come forward and was like, hey, it didn't look like Patty. didn't look like a monkey. Right. It looked like a baboon. Well, and I've had a few like of those baboon, on the show. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and it makes sense that there would be different types of these things, right? Because, you know, something that's acclimated to like Washington State living in the mountains probably isn't going to do too well down in Florida in the swamps or – down in Texas in the swamps. You know, it's two different animals. They could be the same, but I mean, two different categories of the same animal, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's like, I don't want to compare it to a human, but they're they're similar. I mean, we have different races. Why can't these things? Yeah, and and you're right. And I don't want to compare them to to apes because I I generally agree with you on that. I I don't think it's an ape. I don't think it's a monkey. There's something very much more to these things than that. But having said Absolutely. that, 
you know, an ape and a baboon, you know, a grill and a baboon, you're talking apples and oranges. Still from the same tree line, but you're talking apples and oranges on what you're going to run into. And I kind of think it's the same thing with these. I think in some areas, they can be more aggressive. I think in some areas, you like if you would have been closer than 250 feet, you probably would have got to know that Sasquatch pretty well because I guarantee it probably would have came at you. Yep, I I think I would have ended up a uh, 411, you know, gone, gone, never to be found again. Somebody would have come along and uh, found my truck in the parking lot, and that would have been, that would have been the end of that. They would have been searching for me. I've been on milk bottles for God knows how long. Yeah, thank God you weren't. And I I always worry when I hear of missing people, you know, it's like they found the car and the guy walked off. It's like, well, where did the guy walk off to? And I always worry right. when I hear some of that stuff, you know, and um, I'm just glad that you got a chance to look at it, but at a distance, you know what I mean? You, It wasn't an up close and personal because I don't think it would have gone well with that that type of creature no, where so. you're talking baboon. It looked like a baboon in the face. I've never once ever had anyone say anything good about that type of encounter. In fact, I will say probably 100%, except for your encounter, 100% of the encounters I've heard where it's a baboon looking creature. It's it's Depends usually aggressive. Down. Yeah, it's usually very aggressive. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think, think distance. The, uh, dis- yeah, distance played a played a huge key. Yeah, I'm so glad you shared it, Frederick. I, I really appreciate you coming on. I, I, it's a fascinating account to me because I love hearing those type of encounters to where it doesn't look like Patty. It didn't look like a human. It didn't look like a gorilla. And it looked more like a baboon. I, I've had very few of them on the show, but I have had them on the show. Um, and it's fascinating to me. It really is. The whole encounter is fascinating to me. Well, I, I, I thank you for having me on. I, I enjoy listening to your uh, podcast every every, uh, every week. I tune in and, and listen. Well, I appreciate it, man. So, uh, you, you do a great service. Um, you know, you you listening to your show is what encouraged me to to come forward and, and share my my encounter. Because if I, to be honest with you. I don't think if I had come across your your podcast, I never would have told anybody. I would have thought it was just me. I was the only guy that's seen this thing. But knowing that there are other people that have seen these things, and you you said it once before, uh, before, if you have a thousand people that have seen this thing, and you could say half of those have misinterpreted it, so you get five hundred people. 500 people online. That was a doc that said that, that to me one time. And it's funny you say that because I think of him, you know, John Bennernoggle. Uh, he said that yeah. to me one time. He said, you know, Wes, if you take all of the people you've had on the show, he goes, forget about the people who didn't come on the show, just the people on the show. If one person's telling the truth, we got a major problem out there. And his point was not everyone's going to be, you know, you, you can only go with the person misidentified. They saw a bear only so many times. And usually within two or three minutes of talking to someone, you can throw that theory out the window because what they're describing, right. like yourself, what you're describing in details is not a bear. And I always love that about John. You know, John always encouraged me. He was like, hey, keep having people on. And if it's weird, have them on because, you know, someone else probably saw it. You know, and here's a scientist telling me, you know, and, and he's right. He's 100% right. You know, let's say 99% of everyone's full of crap. If 1% is telling the truth. We have major problems out there in the, in the forest. Exactly. Exactly. You know, there's, and that's, I guess that's what I want people to understand is there's something 
other than bears, cougars, mountain lions, whatever you have it, there, there's something more out there that you just need to be aware of. Don't stop going in the woods. Don't stop camping. Enjoy it, but just be aware. And that's it. That's you hit it right on that. For That's exactly it. That's what I've been trying to preach. You said it better than I did. Usually I mumble through my words, but that's basically it. Just be careful, you know, when you're out there. Be careful. You know, in your case, careful, yeah. you talked about the rabid uh, bobcats. I'll take my chances with a rabid bobcat over a Sasquatch any day, especially one that looks like a baboon. I'll take my chances with the cat. <laughs> yeah. I, I had the Goldilocks, Goldilocks experience, I guess. You know, it was, it was at the right distance every, you know that the whole the whole scenario played out perfectly because i i came out and it was unbothered it, it, it didn't you know i didn't disturb it whatever it was doing and it didn't bother me so if i ever have another experience I, that's that's what i'd like to have i don't want to i hopefully knock on wood I'll, I'll never have any kind of an encounter where i'm gonna be in, in trouble, but I will keep going out. You know, I'm not, I, it's now it's become an addiction. Um, I want to know what these things are. Yeah. And I why get they're that. Here, what's, what, what they're doing. Um, and just educate people, you know, let them know that, that yeah, there, there's something out there and you need to be aware that that's pretty much what I want people to know. Yeah. And it's this weird thing after you have an encounter, Frederick, to where I think, um, I hear this a lot from people. They'll say, well, I, you know, what's the problem with that guy? He he ran into this. Now he's out there looking for them. But if it, you can't speak to that unless you've had an encounter. And I completely get where you're coming from. You And I was the same way. As much as I didn't want to go out, I, I ended up going back out. I'm not comfortable out there. I'm not happy about being out there. Um, I'll go out in the woods under protest, but I'm very uncomfortable being out there. Um, unless I'm yeah. armed to the teeth, and even then, I don't know how comfortable I am. But I, I get it. Wanting to go back out, want, being curious, wanting to know the answers because there's no there's no real answers to what this thing is. That's why I like to ask people, "What do you think Sasquatch is?" Because it's one of those questions to where um, there's no wrong answer. Someone could, you know, you can say aliens, and you know, you might be right. You could say they're yeah, exactly. uh, you never know. the Nephilim. Yeah, you could be right. You could say it's an, you know, a monkey out there. Yeah, you could be right. You know, there's really no wrong answer to, um, and I get that you could be right thing from Ron Morgan. I always think of him when I, because I used to give him a hard time about his theories all the time. And I would say, Ron, they're this. And he would say, yeah, you could be right. And he used to drive me nuts when he did that, <laughs> Ron Moorhead, because I was like, Moorhead, yeah. yeah, because, you know, he, that's his way of uh, you'll never get in an argument with that guy. You will never go toe to toe in an argument with that guy because you can't win because he'll come back right. with. Yeah, you could be right. You're yeah. Yeah, you could be right. You know, <laughs> well, he, he's right because there and, and there is no right or wrong we don't know we don't we don't have one in captivity where we can study so who knows who knows what they are aliens um damn dirty ape <laughs> we don't know don't know yeah i'd feel better I'd like the i'd feel better thinking it was an ape out there running around the woods but yeah. I, I don't think it is you know, i i would too but like no i i don't think they are um the, you know and and this is the reason i i don't think they are an ape because um, if there were an ape, I think we would have had one in captivity by now. Um, these things have been around since, you know, the time of yeah. Lee, Lee Ferrickson wrote 
you know, that is seeing giants. Um, so if there was a stinking ape just running around in the woods of the third Northwest, um, New England, anywhere, we would have been able to capture one. Catch it by now. Time. Yeah. But uh, they're elusive. They're very, very intelligent to the point of being creepy. How intelligent I agree. They they're, they're intelligent. You're absolutely right. They're intelligent to the point of being creepy. And I was thinking about uh, when I had MK Davis on, and he had those people who had these things on their property. Well, they'd set up cameras all over this property to try and get pictures of them. They could never get a picture of anything. Uh, they would hear it walk up behind the camera, tap on it and stuff. And it wasn't until they started setting up mirrors and and they had like VHS cameras and they were pointing them towards the mirrors and the mirrors were pointed outside. They started getting these things. That's a little odd to me. That's a little strange. Um, or yeah. why is it when you yeah. start putting up game cams around your home, all of a sudden they scatter. They're no longer, you know, what, that, that seems odd to me. There, there's something not right about that. And I agree to the yeah. point of being creepy. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, very, very creepy. Do, you know, it, we'll never, I guess I won't say we'll never know, but uh, it's, it's going to be a while before we figure these things out, I think, before we do capture one. And if we ever do, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've got a lot of theories about the, uh, the government and having their own, but that would be a whole nother different show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and I was just going to say that. Yeah. I was going to say you could go down a huge rabbit hole with why we haven't caught up with them. And I think the government has a lot to do with that, which almost, it should raise up more eyebrows than anything else. Because if it was nothing more than a monkey, I don't think the government would care. I, I think they would be like, no, yeah, there's no, a monkey. I thought that same thing. You know, why would, if there was a monkey running around the Pacific Northwest, why is the government going to care? They'd say, oh, yeah, there's, there's a monkey in the Pacific Northwest. Done. Story's over. Congratulations. You, that's your Bigfoot. But no, they they try to sweep it under the carpet. They, they try to hide it. And that's what makes it more mysterious is why are they doing it? You know, what? there's got to be something more to these things than, than just being a monkey. I agree. And, you know, the other thing, too, is, you know, like... Um People say, well, it'll cause widespread panic. Well, a cougar can kill you just as quick as a Sasquatch can. We got a major exactly. cougar problem out here in the Pacific Northwest. I, I, you know, uh, yeah. you're not going to go toe-to-toe with a cougar. And same thing with, you know, black bears out here. You know, there's a lot of things in the woods that can get you. And so I don't buy into – anyway, that's a whole different conversation. But I, I tend to agree with you, uh, Frederick. I think there's more to them. And I think when you start looking at the weird cover-up, how it, it, there's a lot of correlations between that and the alien cover-up tactics that they use yeah. uh, makes you really wonder, makes you question a lot of things, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I, I've i wondered that, too, where if they're not possibly tied together, the whole Bigfoot and, and alien thing. I hope not. Like but, I said, I'd feel better knowing it's yeah. a monkey. Yeah, me, me too, but uh, I have a feeling that it's not, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Frederick. I really enjoyed it. You know, like I said, hearing. Yeah. Thank uh, you. There's not a lot of encounters to where it looks like a baboon. There are some though, and and I know for the longest time I always thought, well, maybe that's what the dog man is. You know, this baboon-looking Sasquatch. But when you talk to someone who ran into the dog man, it's not even the details don't oh, match yeah. up. You're talking apples and oranges. Yeah, but there is yeah. people that see what you saw. A lot of people have seen what you saw. 
And it disturbs a lot of people because it's like we mentioned before, it's not Patty. And that's what a lot of people are expecting to see. And that's, you know, couldn't be further from what they're seeing. But I appreciate you taking the time to come on and and uh, share your encounter. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, I just hope that uh, more than one others do decide to uh, share the story. I, I do know that there have been more sightings in this area. And people just need to feel that they're not going to get made fun of. You know, just come out, share your story. This is a safe place to do so. So uh, please do it. I couldn't agree more. Thank you again, Frederick. Thank you, Mark. Good talking with you. Yeah, it was good talking to you, too. And I, I know last week I ran out of time for Tony Merkel. I think he's been waiting in queue for like 50 minutes or something. Uh, let's go ahead and bring him on now. That looks like he hung up. Let me see if I can call him back here. Thanks for calling Pizza Hut. My name is Chris. That's for pickup delivery. Hey, Chris. Sorry, I meant to call someone else. Uh, it's actually for uh, pickup. Okay, one sec. And what's the good phone number for you? Okay, and first name? Wes. All right, what can we get started for you? Hey, I was wondering, could um, could I get a large meat lovers on uh, pan crust? Okay, large pan crust meat lover. Any extra cheese on that pizza today? Um, sure. Okay. And then do we need any breadsticks, sodas, or desserts to go along with this, or just that one pizza? Just the pizza's good. All right. So it looks like all together today, the large pan meat lover extra cheese, we have twenty four ninety two, and we can have it ready to pick up in about uh, 12 minutes. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Have a great day. You too. Oh, it actually looks like Tony Merkel from the Confessionals podcast didn't hang up. Oopsie. Let me see if I can get him here. Dude, you ordered a pizza. You know whenever I call in, it's always line two. <laughs> line two. You did that on purpose. I can't. Are you serious? You ordered a pizza on my time. I was hungry, man. I, I don't care if you were hungry. Like, you did that on purpose. You're trying to make me look stupid in front of everybody. And on Sasquatch Chronicles, you know you got this this huge following and – you're trying to make me look stupid in front of the whole world. You call, you you literally called Pizza Hut and ordered a pizza. You know I'm always on line two. That wasn't a mistake. You did that on purpose, dude. <laughs> well, sorry, man. I guess I shouldn't have milked that call to uh, no, Pizza Hut. whatever. I'm going to go whatever. ahead and put you back on hold here. Whatever. Oopsie. <laughs> 